Hello! Welcome to Stories Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Weldon. Today's story is a poem called Old Lion, Bold Lion, an original work by Daniel Hines. Today, we'd like to say a special thank you to Obi and their family all the way from New Zealand, Jeremy, Roxana, Clara, and Tessa Heights and their family, Henry and Felix and their family from right around the corner in Somerville, Massachusetts, and Ren and Kelly and their family. Thank you so much, Kelly, Ren, Felix, Henry, Tessa, Clara, Roxana, Jeremy, and Obi. You are part of what makes it possible for us to continue to produce fun new stories for our listeners. If you would like to support Stories Podcast and receive a thank you in a future episode, please head to patreon.com stories and make a pledge. Then send an email to amanda at storiespodcast.com and let us know who to thank. For as little as $1 per month, our Patreon subscribers also gain access to a special commercial-free feed with all of our past episodes on it. The feed works with any podcast player, and you can email us if you need help setting it up. Thanks! Enjoy the episode! Old Lion, Bold Lion Once upon a time, in a forest green as spring, there lived a mighty lion that all creatures knew as king. His mane was sunrise yellow, his fur a tawny gold. His eyes were cunning amber, and his teeth were white and cold. Taller than a bear he stood and wider than an ox. He was nimble as a rabbit, and he was clever as a fox. His only name was Lion, for he was the only one who ruled over the wilds and the plains baked in the sun. Like royalty, he'd saunter through his kingdom every day, on his face a sneering smile, on his tail a pompous sway. Daily he'd go hunting and eat whatever was his wish. Furred or scaled or hoofed or winged, they'd be the lion's dish. But years fell past like autumn leaves, all wind-whipped from the trees, and the mighty lion felt his age, his roars turned to a wheeze. His sunrise yellow fur went pale as moonlight on the snow, and the golden mane, it did the same, his years began to show. And thus the mighty king was soon too weak to leave his cave. He was old and slow and tired, and not a morsel had he saved. The lion said, I need to eat, though these eyes can barely see. So I guess instead of hunting, I need the food to come to me. But who wants to be eaten? I know I wouldn't volunteer. So how can I make dinner out of a tasty boar or deer? The mighty lion thought all day, just brooding in his cave, until finally he had a plan to get the food he craved. Help! Oh, help! he hollered out, loud as his old voice could. I'm sick, I may be dying, so please help me if you would. Of course, he was just lying. He was old, but healthy still. But a trick seemed so much simpler than hunting to get his fill. First to hear was a little mouse, with ears to be admired. She peeked in on the lion to see what he required. She's too small to make a meal, the clever lion thought. Though still she may be useful and help me in my plot. Little mouse, I'm sick and old, the crafty lion said. 
If any creatures wish to say goodbye, please send them to my bed. Okay, my king, most royal sir, said the little ball of fleece. I'll let everybody know to come and make their peace. She kept her promise, the little mouse, and went out and spread the word. She squeaked in every fuzzy ear and meeped at every herd. The animals were happy not to fear the lion's spring, but they were also saddened because they had to lose their king. First to hear was the gazelle, who was relieved to say the least, but still thought he should bid farewell to the old and sickly beast. His legs were quaky-shaky as he neared the lion's cave, but the king was nearly dying, so he decided to be brave. Inside the cave, the lion slept, his eyes pressed tightly shut. A roaring snore came from his lips, a rumble from his gut. King, I'm glad, said the gazelle, that you'll hunt me no longer. Still, it's sad to see you sick. I wish that you were stronger. The king opened one amber eye. It gleamed out like an ember. Who is that? What did you say? These old eyes don't remember. King, it's me. I'm a gazelle, the nervous creature said. I'd heard that you were dying, and we should visit you in bed. What was that? the lion croaked. I'm afraid I couldn't hear. Please, my friend, come closer and say it in my ear. Feeling sorry for the lion, the gazelle went to his side. But when he bent to speak again, the lion opened wide. Before the zell could holler, before the sap could shout, he was all chewed and swallowed, and the lion licked his snout. The mighty king then chuckled, pretty pleased by his success, and then he lay himself back down to see what meal was next. He wasn't waiting but a moment before a boar came through, and when she went into the cave, she felt the lion's chew. Next came a fat rabbit, and he too was made a meal. Then a stripy zebra, which the lion ate with zeal. A deer, a croc, a hippo, a bird full of concern. The lion went on faking and then ate them all in turn. Finally, the rumor reached the reddish forest fox, who didn't have the strongest bite or shoulders like an ox, but she had a mind so sharp it cut through any crunch and kept her out of trouble and kept her from being lunch. So when she heard the lion's news, she was worried like the rest, but she kept her sly eyes open ready for the worst or best. She carefully came to the lion's cave and surveyed the solemn scene. The lion seemed to slumber, so old, sick, and serene. His fur was fading white as snow, his amber eyes were closed, but the fox, she noticed something that left the lion's lie exposed. She shook her head and smiled, for she so enjoyed a trick. Then she called out to the lion still pretending he was sick. Wise old king, you won't fool me, though you can roar and shout. The tracks all lead into your cave, but not a paw comes out. Your trick may work on those who walk without a thought within their head, but I'll gladly learn from their mistakes and keep my life instead. The lion cursed and grumbled because he knew his plan was beat by the clever reddish forest fox who'd seen through his deceit. So let this be a lesson. 
If you want to be a winner, learn from those who've gone before, or you'll end up as dinner. The end. Today's story, Old Lion, Bold Lion, was an original poem written by Daniel Hines and performed for you by me, Amanda Weldon. If you would like to support Stories Podcast and receive a thank you in a future episode, please head to patreon.com slash stories and make a pledge. Then send an email to amanda at storiespodcast.com and let us know who to thank. Thanks for listening!